This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch.
right out kahukura whanau, no mai, haramai, no mai, hoki mai. Welcome to the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on iHeartRadio. Tuia ngario o te hapuri. Bring it together, the voices of our community. That is Free FM's tagline and Flat Out Pride absolutely supports it. That's how we do, that's how we roll. You've got Lady H on your mic for your Funky Friday. You're tuned into the station and the show that celebrates us, the Glit Fab Rainbow Fano. That's gay, lesbian, intersex, transgender, takatapu, queer, questioning, whawhawhine, kaivine, asexual, aromantic, bi, and all the fabulousness in between. And of course, outside of those scopes, because sometimes fluidity is where it's at. Boom. We have a fab lineup for you, for you, Funky Friday. We, of course, have our weekend events. What's hot and happening for your coming weekend in Aotearoa? Uh, out and proud story. So, trans woman in love. I really love the messages that uh, these couples share uh, about uh, who they are, their story, and the encouragements to others that could be watching. Um, yeah, stunning. Absolutely stunning. We've got a bit of national and international news. What's happening in Aotearoa and across international waters in regards to us being glit fab or fabulous. And first up, we've got 10 things people get wrong about asexual people. So not only is it informative about what asexual means, but the stigma, the pre-misconceptions about what asexuality is and of course we've got beets peppered through there to kickstart you off for your weekend boom that first beat you heard was solarosa something good i'm still loving that vibe i'm still on that focaro i hope that you are too happy new year if you've just joined us hope you've had a wonderful time that you've been safe You've had good times with your friends and family, wherever you may be. You're keeping well as you can be out there and amongst the craziness that is our world and the current climate. Just know you're not alone. We are with you. From here in Little Aotearoa, we stand with you. So let's get into the goodness for the show. Straight up, first up, 10 things people get wrong about asexual people. Compliments of Psych to Go. Stay tuned, Fano. Hey, Psych to Goers, welcome back to another video. Thank you for all the support that you've given us. Psych to Go's mission is to make psychology and mental health more accessible to everyone. Now, back to the video. Do you know what asexuality means? According to the Asexuality Visibility and Education Network, or AVEN, a person who identifies as asexual does not experience sexual attraction or an intrinsic desire to have sexual relationships with another. It's important to know what it means because there's a lot of stereotypes and false misinformation about the asexual community. Whether it's because of the assumptions that are constantly made about asexual people or the misinformation about how people experience asexuality, there are many people who don't fully understand what it is and what it means. So to help clear things up, here are 10 things people get wrong about asexual people. Misconception number one, people assume that they just haven't found the right one yet. 
Sometimes when a person identifies as asexual and openly tells others about it, they may be met with phrases such as, don't worry, you just haven't found the right one yet, or give it time, you'll find somebody who is the one for you. This is a downright denial of their feelings and orientation. Finding or not finding the right person has nothing to do with someone's sexual orientation. In cases like this, it's important that you avoid making assumptions and trust that they are the expert of their own feelings and identity. Misconception number two, people who are asexual are not attracted to anybody. Just because somebody is asexual does not necessarily mean that they are not attracted to other people. Being asexual means different things to different people. And although some asexual people do not experience sexual attraction towards others, that doesn't mean that they can't experience other forms of attraction, such as emotional, platonic, sensual, or even romantic attraction to others. Misconception number three, people who are asexual hate sex and do not have sex. Not having sexual attraction and hating sex are two different concepts. The asexual community isn't anti-sex, but rather they do not feel sexually attracted to anyone. Some of them have sex, some masturbate, while others might choose to not have sex at all as they are repulsed or uncomfortable by it. Some may also express their intimacies in other ways with each other. Misconception number four, asexual people are celibate or abstinent. Many people falsely think that asexuality is the same thing as celibacy or abstinence. So let's be clear on definitions. Abstinence is the decision to not have sex. This is usually temporary or changeable. For example, you might abstain from sex until marriage or abstain during a difficult period in your life until you feel better. Celibacy, on the other hand, is about deciding to abstain from sex, possibly for religious, cultural, or personal reasons. And it's often a lifelong commitment. Abstinence and celibacy are choices, whereas asexuality isn't. What's more, asexual people might not actually abstain from sex at all. As mentioned earlier, some asexual people do have sex. Misconception number five, asexual women do not get periods or do not have a uterus. Women who identify as asexual are often asked dehumanizing questions, such as, do you have a vagina or do you have a uterus? Regardless of whether a woman is asexual or not, these questions are extremely personal and are not questions that should be asked under basic courtesy. The fact is, asexuality is only one type of identity that has nothing to do with a person's biology. Misconception number six, asexuality is a medical concern. Do you assume that if a person identifies as asexual, then it means that there is something wrong with them? Like many others, you might believe that biology dictates that everybody must experience sexual attraction and that if they don't, then something is wrong with them. This is simply not the case. Asexuality isn't a medical concern and it is not something that needs to be fixed. Misconception number five, people who are asexual will never get married. Are you someone who thinks that because someone identifies as asexual, it means that they will be single forever? Asexual people are often told that they will never get married or will stay single for the rest of their lives. But being asexual has nothing to do with the desire to get married. If they have a connection with another person, then there is no reason why they would not or should not be allowed to get married. Misconception number eight, there is a reason why people are asexual. Do you think that there is a specific cause for asexuality? A common misconception shared with other orientations, such as homosexuality and bisexuality, is that there is a reason or underlying cause for someone's sexuality. But asexuality isn't genetic, the result of trauma, or caused by anything else. Misconception number nine, 
asexual people tend to dress a certain way. Like with other sexual orientations, there are stereotypes that exist that suggest asexual people dress in a certain way. Statements such as prudish, ugly according to beauty standards, or shy nerds are often used to belittle and mock asexual people. But the fact of the matter is that being asexual has nothing to do with your attire, the jokes you crack, or how you behave. And misconception number 10, all asexuals experience no sexual attraction at all. Not everything is black or white. Like how people view sexuality as a spectrum, asexuality can be seen as a spectrum as well. Some in the asexual community can experience no sexual attraction, a little sexual attraction, or even a lot of sexual attraction. Everyone can experience different levels of sexual attraction and still be part of the asexual community. But interestingly enough, one that is seen as a midpoint between asexuality and sexuality is gray sexuality. Gray sexual people rarely experience sexual attraction at all, or they experience it with very low intensity. So that folks is 10 things people get wrong about asexual people. Compliments of psych to go, flat out. Let's go into a beat. Song is Me, Myself and I by g Easy. Stay tuned. See, I just need privacy Plus a whole lot of tree Fuck all this modesty I just need space to do me Get a world what they're trying to see A Stella Maxwell right beside of me A Ferrari, I'm buying three A closet of Saint Laurent Get what I want when I want Cause this hunger is driving me, yeah I just need to be alone I just need to be at home Understand what I'm speaking on If time is money, I need a loan But regardless, I'll always keep keeping on Fuck fake friends, we don't take L's, we just make M's While y'all follow, we just make trends I'm right back to work when that break ends Yeah Ooh, It's just me, myself and I Solo ride until I die Cause I got me for life Got me for life yeah. Ooh, I don't need a hand to hold Even when the night is cold I got that fire in my soul Strangers, so get the fuck off me. I'm anxious. I'm trying to be cool, but I may just go anxious. Say fuck y'all to all of y'all faces. It changes though now that I'm famous. Everyone knows how this lifestyle is dangerous, but I love it. The rush is amazing. Celebrate nightly, and everyone rages. I found how to cope with my anger. So I'm swimming in money, swimming in liquor. My liver is muddy, but it's all good. I'm still sipping this bubbly. This shit is lovely. This shit ain't random. I didn't get lucky. Made it right here because I'm sick with it, Cuddy. They all take the money for granted, but don't want to work for it. Tell me now, isn't it funny? Ooh, it's just me, myself, and I. Solo ride until I die. Cause I got me for life. Got me for life. Ooh, I don't need a hand to hold. Even when the night is cold, I got that fire in my soul.
cold to break No, I'm great, but I'm broke as hell Having dreams that I'm folding cake All my life I've been told to wait But I'ma get it now, nah, yes, no debate Yeah It's just me, myself, and I Solo ride until I die Cause I got me for life Got me for life Rainbow welcome and welcome back to your Rainbow Whanau. That last beat was Me, Myself and I by G-E-Z. Now, while I don't actually agree with a lot of the lyrics in that waiata, uh, Me, Myself and I, I wanted to line it up with the asexual whakaro. And it's not just about them themselves only. And there's so many variations and fluidity within the asexual space um, I just felt like um, I wanted to compliment the kaupapa so yeah forgive me if that doesn't compliment in your mind's eye um, but that's what the whakaro I was going for there Hui no. welcome back to the show oh, on our show this evening we've got what's hot happening for your coming weekend out in proud stories trans woman in love compliments of grinder on YouTube now we're up to news and events what's happening around Aotearoa to begin with and then across international waters so let's get into it first up we're going over to our very own the Tron or H-Town I wanted to rep there a new mural of celebration of rainbow communities in our very own H-Town so a new LGBTQIA mural by artist Ponamu Whparekura from Ngaiterangi and Ngāti Nui um, is brightening up Centre Place Shopping Centre in Hamilton's City Centre. So the mural is titled A Joyful Meeting. It's a celebration of and for our rainbow communities in Kirikiridoa, that's the Kubumari for Hamilton. And this is a joint project by uh, Centre Place and Wintech's Aniwaniwa Alliance. Now I'd love to have a chat with y'all at some point and do an interview to see what is fresh and happening up there at Wintech. Now Farikura who is completing their third and final year of a Bachelor of Contemporary Art at Wintech School of Media Arts says the inspiration behind the mural is the comfort they find in queer community. I just wanted to put across the vibes of supporting and being supported in all aspects of your identity. Growing up in a small town, I didn't really have a lot of LGBTQIA or rainbow plus people in my circle. So when I moved to Kirikiridoa and kind of just fell into a group of queer people, it was the beginning of the most fulfilling period of my life so far, they say. Now, Farikura identifies as Takatāpui, so a te reo Māori term that translates to intimate companion of the same sex. 
but has been reclaimed by many, the kupu itself, has been reclaimed by many Māori who identify with diverse sexes, genders, orientations and sexuality. So for Farikura, for me, my Māori tanga is present and relevant to all aspects of my identity, so it only makes sense that my queerness is included in that, which is why I identify as Takatāpui. As someone who's been doing the whole reconnect to my roots type thing over the past couple of years, when I came across the term takatāpui, I was like, oh, that's me. Finally, something that feels like it fits. Now, Centerplace has recently become a member of the Safe Space Alliance. So this is a Rainbow Plus-led non-profit organisation that aims to help people identify and create safe spaces for rainbow communities around the world. So with an idea to commemorate this achievement with a mural, Centre Place manager Maureen Pierce reached out to Julie Ashby, team manager at the School of Media Arts. Ashby then connected with the newly formed Aniwanua Alliance, who were also looking at opportunities to celebrate their formation as the first rainbow support group at Wintech and to spread their message out to the local community. So the co-chair of the Aniwanua Alliance says the mural is really a taonga to not only the Wintech kaimahi or the staff and Akonga or Tawira students in the rainbow community but to everyone who sees it. And it beautifully represents our rainbow fauna and is special to us so we're thrilled with this collaboration. Nice, nice and nice. Varekura has been freelancing and people can purchase prints and other artworks from their popular Instagram page. So this story was brought to you compliments of gayexpress.co.nz so if you want to get more in terms of the organisations and tap into uh, into Farikura's Instagram page then feel free to Harikiko uh, go there stunning okay next part of Aotearoa we're going over to Tamakimikaurau Auckland and we're looking at Lady Hawk's life changing lessons this story is brought to you Compliments of gayexpress.co.nz So Pip Brown, a.k.a. Lady Hawk, released her aptly titled new album, Time Flies, which she began recording back in 2019. She has an interview with Oliver Hall and talks about how the pandemic restrictions helped her find her greater confidence and reminiscence about coming out, travelling the world and also meeting her wife. So Pip goes really in-depth in terms of to talking about their journey to get to their current album. And one of the bits that I actually want to share with you, which is really relevant and real, um, the question was, what sets this album apart from previous records? And Pip's response is, just the getting my shit together sort of mental state that, that they had been in, feeling mentally stable for the first time. I know some artists that thrive on being mentally unstable and romanticise it, but it's torturous. I just wanted to have a day where I didn't feel like I'm plummeting into the pits of despair. Mental stability has completely changed everything for me. So she went to uh, meet a therapist, had postnatal depression first, texted a friend, got help or a list of therapists, had received help for over a year and had been chatting to them before even medication was put on the table or the discussion of that. Um, and Pip says, I think that's great because so many GPs and therapists are just like, here, yeah, have some pills. So 
no matter what stage or state of being or where you fit in the world or what you're doing in the world, uh, just because you're sitting in that space doesn't mean you can't find some resolution for where you're going and what you want to achieve in your life. I really love her corridor, so go to the page, gagexpress.co.nz, Lady Hawk's Life Changing Lessons. Because of this record, because of everything I've been through my in my personal life, and just like the journey I've been on the last few years, I honestly felt like it was starting all over again. I'd come full circle and I wasn't worried anymore. So that is Lady Hawk Stabani. Going now to New Zealand and nationally, are you the next Mr. Bear NZ? So they're calling out for contestants to enter the annual Mr. Bear NZ competition and represent Aotearoa in the bear community here and abroad. So gentlemen, start your engines and may the best bear win. If you are keen to participate in the Mr. Bear New Zealand contest on January the 28th at the Dogs Bollocks, so that's 2 Newton Road in Tamaki Makaurau, Auckland, then email bearnz at bear New Zealand or one word or lowercase at gmail.com. It's a great way to raise some funds for your given charity. Now, if you just want to support fellow bears as they compete in the competition for Mr. Bear New Zealand 2022, sash regist registration is required for free events. Go to gayexpress.co.nz to register. Attendees of all events in hashtag Bear New Zealand Week 2022 will be required to show proof of vaccination. Cool, cool and cool. So that's us for Aotearoa, going over to international. So the first place we're going to visit is India. A same-sex couple fight for right to marry in India. So swept up in a whirlwind romance after meeting at Bollywood party in Mumbai, uh, Sat Satvik and Gaurav dreamed of celebrating their love in a typical big fat Indian wedding. Forgive me if I've said your names wrong. Seven years on, it remains a dream. Same-sex marriages are illegal in India, and despite the Supreme Court scrapping a colonial-era ban on gay sex back in 2018, a decision that LGBT plus Indians say they had hoped would pave the way for more equal rights, including marriage and adoption. That's why they both... Um, that's why Satvik who goes by one name, asked the Delhi High Court to allow him to marry his boyfriend, one of six petitions made by our rainbow couples way back in September 2020 to legalise same-sex marriage with a final hearing due on their Tuesday. There is a fundamental right to marry and we should be afforded that right to marry just like any other heterosexual couple. Absolutely. They both say, I want to get married, we want to have a family, we want to go out for work and come back home and have our spouse there, have our kids there and sit around and have a family dinner and watch TV together. A simple desire in life. Now, if the couple win their case, India would become the second place in Asia after Taiwan in 2019 to recognise gay marriage. Wow, good luck to y'all. So they both live, now live in Canada. I record harrowing times of being turned down by landlords when trying to rent apartments and not being able to make medical decisions for each other in emergencies because they were not married. So I just hope 
and for you both whānau that that comes to fruition for you. Going next over to Taiwan. Taiwan judge makes historic ruling for LGBTQ plus adoption rights. So that has been described as a historic step forward for our rainbow whānau in the Asia region. A judge in Taiwan has ruled in favour of a gay man wanting to adopt his husband's non-biological child. The ruling, which was made on the 25th of December, way back last year, in a family court, will enable the partner of 38-year-old Wang Chen Wei to also adopt his child, who he had adopted earlier. Now, the ruling will only actually apply to that individual case. The move has still been seen as groundbreaking for a rainbow plus whānau uh, in adoption across the Asian region and Taiwan, which become the first country in Asia to legalise marriage equality back in 2019. Standing Taiwan, we stand with you, we celebrate with you. Next, going over to UK. Now, the government is going to assist with pardons for historic gay convictions. The UK government has announced further plans to help individuals obtain official pardons for historic cool convictions of gay and bisexual men convicted of consensual gay sex prior to the homosexual law reforms. Right, so agreeing to amend the Police Crime Sentencing and Courts Bill, the UK government aims to help expunge the records of people who were convicted of crimes relating to homosexual activity due to previous anti-homosexual laws that criminalise consensual gay sex. So this newly expanded scheme will result in many more individuals being eligible to have convictions wiped from their records with an automatic pardon given. The amendment will also allow those who have since passed away within five years prior to the amendment coming into force to be posthumously pardoned. Well, wow and stunning. We stand with you. We stand with you all our kahukura rainbow whānau in Aotearoa and across international waters. Let's go into a beat now. Proud by Heather Small. Stunning. Be proud. Stand with who you are. Love y'all. Be back soon. Stay tuned.
You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM, 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, accessmedia.nz, app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on iHeartRadio. Flat Out. That's how we do. Lady H on your mic for your funky Friday. That last beat there was proud by Heather Small. What have you done today to be proud? Loving that Kopapa Corridor and that theme is just rolling through all our our whole show this afternoon evening and whatever time zone you're in. Love it, love it and absolutely love it. We have on the show couple, two couples that are sharing their stories about trans women in love. Really love their messages, love their truth, and love the encouragement uh, that they want to give to the community out there. Have a listen. After that, Fano, we'll go into a beat. The song's called Proud, another proud song. I'm loving the theme that's running through the show this afternoon evening. Um, and that is by Marshmallow. Stay tuned. Please state your names, how you identify, and how you know each other. My name's Taylor. I identify as a male. I'm Kimber. Uh, I identify she, her, hers, trans female. We've been together for about a year. We currently live together and are just going through life together. <laughs> I'm BB and I identify as a trans female. Hi, I'm Kyle and I identify as a man. I, I know this, this one because... 
He's my main. I've known him for like eight months. In the beginning, it was like you know the COVID thing. Uh, we weren't able to like to like see each other a lot. You know, we eventually just kind of sucked it up one day and met up with each other. We've been we kind of just been stuck together ever since. Stuck together? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I actually think he told me I was the girl of his dreams. So uh, I remember that. Can you speak to the happiness you've found with each other? And what was it like getting there? I asked her to come up to my cabin that's in the Angeles National Forest. And of course, I was like, oh, a man in a cabin wants me to come see him. Okay, sure. I was surprised. <laughs> I was like, you don't think I'm a killer? And I so, brought my dog yeah. uh, just so that way I could have a little protection. But he was super sweet, and we kind of just hit it off right off the bat. He's my rock. I mean, I'm, I made him chase me for a while, for sure. You know, I was burned, like, pretty bad before, so I wanted to make sure he was like someone um, worth getting to know and like, you know, kind of protecting myself. But as soon as, you know, I kind of let my guard down, it was like best friends before, before like love, you know, and I think that's important that it comes first. So I'm happy that it happened the way it did. I'll say that, um, you know, getting there was, was definitely the, the, the hard part in the beginning. But, um, you know, when we finally got there, it was like we were there. I don't know. It blows my mind that he finds me, like, like just good and perfect the way that I am and, like, what I bring to the table. So, you know, it's like I don't have to put up that, like, facade and, and stuff with him, you know? Like, he's like, I see through it real quick. So. <laughs> Describe what you love about each other. Nothing. Nice. <laughs> I love Kimber for her smile. She's also got amazing music. The stuff that she creates really uh, gets my socks off. He can make the best out of the worst situation, and I love it. We could be walking down the street, and there could be someone who's homeless, and he's the first person to spark a conversation, give them money, talk to them, want to have a good, better day, you know? Um, so, like, when I first found that out about him, I was, like, in love. <laughs> she just listens. Honestly, I mean, I don't ever have anyone that's ever listened to me like, like where she does, so it makes me pretty happy. He's like the first guy who like really just wanted to get to know me and not like get to know my body, I think. So like, you know, having an in- intellectual connection with Kyle has been like, you know, the most rewarding thing, I think. Have you shared any coming out experiences together? Overall, sharing the fact that I was with Kimber with my father was really hard, really conservative man, Christian values that interfere with us, and so it's been a rough going. We haven't met yet, but we will in the future. I'm sure yeah. that it'll be He's amazing. He's coming around, yeah. and my stepmom is definitely jabbing him in the side in order to get him to uh, respect who we are together because he stubborn. <laughs> my family on the opposite is very supportive. My mom is incredible. She's like my best friend and she talks to him on FaceTime just as much as she talks to me. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's lovely. So my mom was asking about my new girlfriend, you know, we were talking a little bit and, you know, and I asked, you know, I told her, you know, my girlfriend's trans and she, you know, she took it like really well and she was like really supportive and I was super surprised because for a while I was worried that she was going to like maybe, you know, make a comment about, about having children or something like that. But she was super supportive, really happy for me and just glad that I'm just happy and that's all that, that's all that really matters now. I mean, that's what it's all it is. Like, I've come out a million times on my own, you know, in gender expression and um, sexual identity and stuff. And I just had to be like, oh, I'm dating another cis dude. No. (laughs) (laughs) Are there any obstacles you've encountered being open about your relationship? As far as just, you know, men on the street giving us vulgar looks, you know, I'd never bring it up to Kimber. I always deal with it in my head. She doesn't see it because she's not looking, and I'm the aggressor that's waiting for someone to do something. So, obviously, I'm like, if anything needs to happen, you understand as well that, like, 
you know, so, and obviously I'm not trying to share with Kimber on the street that someone's looking at us wrongly. I so. mean, to be honest, we've, I've been looked at my entire life, so I'm like, look at me, girl. Keep looking. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Everyone needs to understand that it's just another relationship, you know, it's two people loving each other, and it's not always about, like, trans or cis or this or that, so. What advice do you have for other men out there who are attracted to trans women? To stop sexualizing trans women. Mm. Other people, just like just like you and I, you know, and they have feelings too. And when you put them in a box, in a box like that, it's wrong, I think. So that's, that's probably my biggest thing. I'd say definitely protect yourself as you would in any situation. Make sure that uh, no one's coming into a situation trying to fetishize you or, you know, put you down. Make sure it's someone that like lifts you up and truly wants to get to know you. If that is who you are and that's who you want to be with at the end of the day, you shouldn't let your guy friends that are straight, your guy friends that are gay, anyone in between stop you from being with who you want to be with. Take your time, you know. Um, we've had it hard enough. We don't need anyone else to make it any harder. Do you see representation of your relationship out there in the world? You know, publicly, I feel like, you know, a lot of, a lot of men are just like, you know, maybe they're, you know, uncomfortable with the, with the idea of like, you know, coming out in the open about it. But I mean, honestly, it's just, I think it needs to become a more, a more like a normal thing, normalized for sure, definitely. I mean, you, know, you don't have to be in secret with somebody. There's a lot of misconceptions about trans people with someone who doesn't really know a lot about transgender. One of my big goals is to have a huge, you know, representation under me to know that I'm a trans female and I do do what I do and I don't let my identity hold me back. Do you feel it's important for you to be that representation and visibility? Absolutely. I 100% hold that on my own and one of my like main life goals is to be successful in my, my field of doing music um, so that way I can be that light for someone and I can be that person that a little girl, a little young trans girl, a little trans man or anyone um, to look at me and just kind of get inspiration. We can do anything and we should be able to do everything and not feel the need that, you know, there's so many people that's going to, you know, try to shush us up because of our identity or, you know, we're not what they expect. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. I'm me and that's, at the end of the day, all I care about. Are there any final words of encouragement or advice you'd like to share? I think that, you know, when it comes to trans men and trans women, uh, they definitely need to have more of a, of a like outreach to the public, you know, I feel like there's just not enough. I would love to say just live your life and live your truth, whoever you are, and don't live under someone else's standards. Even though it's definitely difficult, it's a hard journey, but like being authentic is just, it's gonna attract so much more in your life than, than like trying to play by the rules that everybody else has for so long. Last question, fun question, is there a double date in the future? Oh yeah, we'll definitely go on a double date. Let's do it. <laughs> that was trans woman in love. Compliments of Grinder from YouTube. Flat out fun, eh? Let's go into a beat now. And the song is Proud by Marshmallow. Another proud song, why not? Let's put it out there. Let's be that. Stay tuned, Fano.
You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM, 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, via accessmedia.nz, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on iHeartRadio. Flat Out. Lady H on your mic for your Funky Friday. That last beat there was Proud by Marshmallow. That is the theme running through the show this afternoon evening. We love having you on board. Hope you're enjoying it. We're rolling into what's hot and happening for your coming weekend. So for your Friday the 14th of Jan, we have Propaganda Halloween, the Nightmare After Christmas. Mm. That's from 10pm to 4am at Studio The Venue 340 Karangahape Road in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. It is New Zealand's biggest gay party. Attention all sexy ghouls, sorry zombies and wicked witches. They're celebrating eight years of propaganda uh, with a special Halloween themed edition at one of the most iconic party venues in Aotearoa. The party was originally on October the 30th, but COVID had other plans, as we know. So this will be the biggest, most extravagant Halloween-themed multi-room spectacular. They have secured an incredible cast of DJ legends, performers galore, surprise shows, and, of course, their signature over-the-top production. They're taking over all levels of the newly renovated studio, the venue, and transforming it into one massive Halloween party. They have the most epic night planned for you. You do not want to miss this. First release is 49. Second release is 54. Go to com to find tickets. Oosh. Also in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland, the NZMTG at the Kumu Hot Rod Festival. Their festival is going off. That's 31 slash 45 Access Road and Kumu Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. So they've set an area for members to go, park up and enjoy the great festival. Uh, full details will be posted up, so you need to go to Bookface to find out more. Members can arrive on Thursday and depart on Monday. Uh, that's to miss all the traffic, obviously. So that should be good. New Zealand Motorhome Travel Group. Bush. Final Crafts at the Waikato Museum here in our very own H-Town from 10am um onwards whanau. Still on your Friday, the Lord of the Rings 20-year anniversary celebration happening at the Hobbiton movie set. That's 501 Buckland Road in Matamata. 
Go to Hopperton Tours, or one word, or lowercase, dot com to get tickets. Strangely arousing in Raglan. So going to uh, Whaingaroa, that's at the Yacht Club, corner of Bow Street and Volcom Lane. Uh, tickets from TicketFerry.com. So this is brought to you by Clutch Productions. Strangely, are starting 2020 with a January packed to the absolute brim with shows. One of their favourite venues, the Yacht Club in Raglan, plays host to another night of musical debauchery and wholesome community. Early birds are gone, but you can still secure your spot. Ticketferry.com, aren't If you are in love with George FM Tour, they and at their tour in Nelson. That is 132 Bridge Street. Tickets from TicketFerry.com. So that's an event by George FM Porris and Industry Bar and Nightclub. Uh, they've got Boris, Brooke Gibson, Benny Boy, Bax and more. I love me a bit of good George. Sorry, and George FM, just saying. Uh, no Scrubs 90s and early 2000 party in Tamaki Mikado, Auckland, neck of the woods, 155B Karangahape Road. Tickets are on sale. You need to go to the book face page to find out more. Scream exclusive dubstep set at the Sweat Shop Brew Kitchen. That is 7 Sale Street in Freeman's Bay, Tamaki Mikado, Auckland. Tickets at REP. Co. Love me a bit of drum and bass as well, Bono. For your sad day, the 15th Tamahiri Country Market is happening at St Stephen's Tamahiri. Uh, that's 14 Tamahiri Drive. It's a local market. Fano, New Zealand made, produced, created, grown foods. Food, coffee, veggies, chutneys, jams, meats, nut butters, culture, sculpture, macrame, plants, books, goldfish and more. No, Tauranga. We're going to the Tauranga. The Fringe Festival is kicking off. That's 157 17th Ave West in Tauranga Moana. Tickets from events pronto, P R O N T O dot co dot NZ. It's a one day extravaganza festival where they hand the microphone to the artistic community. Now, Fringe is a platform for all the arts sector to connect with audience and speak. Haters. Oh, sounds like super fun. Heart and Soul at the Katikati Food and Wine Festival. So that's Katikati Avocado Food and Wine Festival. Oh, anyone can join. Dave Dobbin is headlining the act and with loads of awesome food and drink vendors. It's a fun day out. Noise. Music in the Parks is happening at Henderson Massey at Cranwell Park in Henderson at 1 o'clock in Tamaki Mikado, Auckland. The Heaps Gay Party is happening on your Saturday. This is an online event, Fano. That's 80s on Sunset in Brisbane. Oh, nice. 12 to 8 p.m. Takapuna Movie Night at the Beach. Um, that is in Tamaki Makoto. That's at the Beach Reserve. Oh, nice. The movie schedule, 5.30pm is Moana, and then 7.30pm is X-Men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Party for Masquerade. That's happening at level 1, number 7, Fort Lane, in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. Ticketvary.com. 
com is where you get your tickets from. So this is an ever so alluring theme of masquerade, from Venetian lace and leather to creative interpretations of the underwear and mask theme are all welcome. Fun. The disco balls happening at IV Bar and Cabaret, 63 Cuba Street in the Arnold Wellywood. Eventfinder.co.nz for your tickets. You like drag, you like disco, clearly you like fun. Well, they have the show for you. Bringing together some of Wellington's best dragsters to dive deep and embrace to true disco groove. They've got, um, they're putting in a disco filter in their beloved Ivy Bar and Cabaret as they suffer from disco fever. Nice, nice, nice. Take your friends and your vaccine passes and party at Studio 54. Hoot Fiend's Sunday Listening Party for your Sunday uh, Wellington NZ. Tickets from twitch.tv. Fano. Viva Sunday Social Lights at Viva Dance. Uh, that is in 10 Newton Road in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. Music in the Parts in Helensville. Um, that is the Helensville River Reserve, 109 Mill Road. Um, that sounds like fun. It's a mix of country, rock and grooves. Cool, cool and cool. Monday the 17th, Transgender Social Group are happening at the Historic Village in Tauranga Moana. That's 159 17th Ave West Tauranga Moana. Kickdown Festival 20th to 20th of Jan in Whangamata, 1064 Tairua Road in Whangamata, Whanau. Oosh. Thursday, the Tauranga Trans Youth Group is meeting together. Uh, Team Green Kawi Girls Twilight Road Rides. So that's our motocross Fano. if you're keen and kicking into that. A very own H-Town has a gathering. Come bowl with us. That's on the Wednesday the 19th Fano. Um, so that is the LSG group. So go along. Uh, they've booked for 12 people. So go to the Bookface page and just let them know so that they can adjust the numbers. Remember, you need your vaccine pass for entry. Um, 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 um. And that is your week of goodness. Weekend and week of what's hot and happening around Aotearoa. That is all we have time for this show, whānau. I hope you've enjoyed. I really love bringing the pride and proudness to y'all and the beats. I'm going to leave you with the beat Mystery Gay by LAB to kickstart you into your weekend. Have a fab one, Fano, wherever you are, whatever you're getting up to, whomever you're getting up to. Be safe on the streets and in the sheets. Condoms and lube are your safest form of protection. Love, light, and laughter out to y'all. That's me, Lady H, signing off. Catch your love next week. Get into the bar.
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.